Hey, you're listening to Mark versus the World. I hope you enjoy. The Portuguese phrase of the day is... Cosas que eu odaje não trabalho. Which means things I hate at work. And that is the subject of this episode. Hey guys, it's me, Mark, you know, the host of Mark vs. the World. This week, me and a very, 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 very good friend of mine, Jermaine, talk about things we hate about work. Just a bit of a backstory before you listen to our conversation. Me and Jermaine used to work for the same music licensing company for about a three-year stretch. Well, I was there for nearly three years. I think Jermaine worked there quite a bit longer than I did and we kind of just discuss about things that we hate about working at that workplace as well as other jobs we've had in the past. Just a bit of a warning for you guys, this episode has quite a lot of swearing, mainly for myself, which I know is kind of rare because I don't try to swear too much but you know it's just us venting, it's quite therapeutic and I hope you guys enjoy. Listen to me and Jermaine talk about the things we hate about work. Hey Jermaine, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man? Not too bad, bro. Are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm good, man. I'm good. Just you know, working from home like loads of people. I'm guessing it's kind of the same for you. You know what? Um, I'm back at work. You know, that is that's a bit of a mazza. <laughs> only, only, only. Um, well, I say only. It's four days a week, isn't it? I work from home on Tuesdays, but I would like to have been more. But what can you do? And are all the all the kid, are the students back at your workplace, or they, or is it kind of like some have come in and some have chose not to come in? You know what they're doing, um, what they call like blended learning. So it's less quiet in the college because they're doing like online lessons at home, and then they're doing uh, yeah. So like the A level students will be in for a certain amount of days, and then you have got the vocational students that are in for a certain amount of days, and then the rest of the time they're at home. Yeah, I was going to say also with the vocation for practical stuff, it's probably easier to do it in the college, isn't it? Because they're not going to have bits of wood or they're not going to have bits of wires for electricity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously with certain like, groups like sports students and that, they use the on, on, um, on-campus facilities. So you've got like the gym and the AstroTurf and would, that kind of thing. Yeah, so. yeah which, which makes total sense because obviously unless there's a bunch of rich kids that go to your college, they're going to be able to afford that. You know yeah, no, I mean? not around these ends, mate. So as as we're talking about work anyway, I, I wanted to bring you on because we used to work together at a certain place for a number of years. You you longer than me, but we both have like ver- various like gripes about that workplace. But we've also have gripes about other workplaces. So I kind of wanted just to hear sort of the things that that annoy you the most about work and just have that kind of conversation. So basically, we're just going to whinge for about forty minutes about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's a bit different. Usually, I try to be all positive and all bloody like stars and chakras and inner peace and good energy but sometimes you just got to vent and let all this stuff out i've known you for a long time i don't remember you ever being positive no but i mean like i try and make the podcast a bit positive that there's always uh, like a positive message in whatever i'm talking about say no more. but sometimes i've got this is one of the episodes it's not going to be that it's just going to be literally laying laying like laying the smack of down on some like past work experiences basically say no more sounds good to me 
So, Jermaine, give me the sort of first thing you hate about work. You know what, yeah? Before before we even step through the front door, the threshold of a workplace, yeah? I don't know if this counts, but I had to mention it. I hate yeah, this cool. is specific to London, because now I've got a nice, crusty 10-minute drive to work and I'm calm. But I hate the commute into central London. Mate, it's work-related. It it's all to do with work. Bro. You wouldn't do it unless yeah, you had to go to true. work, innit? That was a madness. I hated it. The thing is, as well, is right. What what used to annoy me again? I live outside of London because I'm working at home. I don't go into London at this moment in time. But what I used to hate about the commute is, especially when you're like dealing with tube lines. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm from. I used to be from an ends where I had to get an overground train to then get onto a tube. Mm. Tubes are every two to six minutes, and the way people just barge themselves on, I think to myself, if you just waited two minutes for the next tube, is it really gonna fuck up your? But name? you know what? Yeah, you're right. You know, but you know what? Even before that, yeah, rewind it. Even then. Why am I paying so much money to get to work? Uh, it's a bump. It's a complete a bump. It's a complete bump. And even like going back to what I was saying about overground trains, you pay so much money, but yeah. sometimes it will tell you you're going to get a 10 carriage train and then a four carriage train come there and everyone's got to fit in four carriages. Now on 10 carriages, it gets full as it is. Mm. So imagine how packed it gets when randomly a four carriage train comes there and it's expecting 200 people waiting on that platform to get on a four carriage train, which has already stopped like 10 times already before it got to you. But, it's a fucking madness. Sorry, pardon my language. Oh, we can drop f bombs in that, you know, Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I just, I just, I just put the episode as explicit well, in yeah, it, and then normally, I don't get primed. Normally, that's me dropping them, not you. But do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of what I don't understand is it costs so much p. Yeah, it costs so much money, and then the prices just keep rising every January. It's peak for what? Yeah, it's it, it's it's also because like some of the what you call it, some of the transport things are private businesses aren't they so like the buses are run by certain companies tube lines are looked after and then when you look at like overground trains so for example when you used to get a train from Essex into London that's got its own service in it C2C or something C2C, like that right? yeah, yeah 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 so I'd get Southeastern and they have their own they're their yeah, own but... private businesses and they and they up their rates so then everything goes up but that bro, at sense. least make the service reliable and like and and, and better like I don't, when I used to go in from Craydon into Central I'm getting on the train yeah. and these trains are like sticky and that like, on the floor like all spilt drinks and coffees like it's not even like it's a nice commute no it's not nice. I've, I've been on trains from like East Croydon to Central London as well but what I would say about that is even though Croydon's kind of far out they are kind of quicker I don't know why I live in Catford that's like zone 3 and yet I from remember. zone 6 Croydon it takes less time to get to London Bridge I remember Bridge. that because I remember I did that journey the same time you was doing it when we was rolling into uh, Paddington and stuff for the testing but yeah. I, that train from East Croydon it depends what part because West Croydon it's a, it's a long train and it stops everywhere yeah, yeah West Croydon yeah West Croydon stops absolutely everywhere but East uh-huh. Croydon it's quite smooth like I swear I'm sure it goes Croydon it's to like stops, London Bridge and no, there's nothing it goes yeah. to Clapham Junction and then straight into Central yeah, that's what I mean. It's quick. So that bit's, it's all right, but it's like 20 minutes. But for the prices they're paying, I want to be on the Eurostar speed train. You know, them ones there, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that, bro. Um, yeah, but, but the problem is it's just something we've got to deal with. And like when the election, the last election happened, that's what Corbyn wanted to bring into line, like the prices of trains. Because when you go like anywhere in Europe, I remember when I went to Barcelona, man paid like 10 euros, which is, I don't know, like eight pounds. And that was my travel for like two and a half days. Trust me, bruv. The same for me when I went to Milan. I paid about the same price. And that lasted me the whole three days I was there. Yeah, it's it's a it's a madness. Where yeah, we pay like what a travel card for a day, let's say zone one to six is what, ten quid? Where is it? I thought it's more than that, to be honest with you, you know. I think I think I, I might one be to wrong. Six, be I think... Is it ten pounds? I swear it's more than that. 
I think it's like if you get an off-peak one, it's ten pounds. Oh. But I think it's during if it's peak, it's like sixteen pounds something or whatever. times there. Like yeah. Speaking of that, move, like moving on to the commute in terms of the partnership, you're saying peak and off-peak. Yeah. Man would never pay for a peak train if I could help it. You know, you're like a sardine. Yeah, above. like it's madness. Uh, it, that, but that's 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 sort of why I was always relatively early to work because I knew the earlier ass trains it's not packed. Mm. But if I go for if I, if I get the train that's going to get me to work, you know, with five minutes to spare, I know I'm sweating like a sardine <laughs> with bare people breathing in my face, getting bare interpersonal into my space, and I don't even know these fuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's why that's why I used to get sometimes. I know it's a bit nerdy, but I used to get there earlier just because I would prefer having a more comfortable no. journey. And if I'm too early, I just have breakfast at work, uh, chill for a bit. That was the and yeah, then start. That was the right call because you know me, I'm there like literally on dot most of the time. Yeah, but I'm getting like them packed trains where you're on there like cattle and then the man's armpits yeah. in your face, the man's coffee breath is right there, like it's peak, man. It weren't good. And, and what what and what's mad is like, these people just left their house, but how like <laughs> how can so many people smell that time in the morning? I get that you might be sweating, you might be like, I've, I've ran for the train, I'm anticipation, but bro, change up your diet if that's how your sweat is going to smell like after you've showered in the oh, morning no, kind of thing. I kind of get like if you were going like you know, some some people work throughout the night in it, and they might be getting on, when you're when you're getting on a train with them, they're actually going home. But generally, if we're going to Central London, they're not going home, are they? Yeah. They're people that are going to work. And these men, yeah, these people ain't even showered away because I've done a nighttime job. But usually, I'm when I did a nighttime job, when I'm getting the train home, no one's on my train, or like there's five people on the whole on the mm. whole train because it's going the opposite way of where everyone else mm. is going, and it's calm. You can have a little nap on there on the train. It's bare space. You know, but still, it, it's a bit peak. But Jermaine, what's the what's the sort of like second thing you want to bring up that kind of pisses you off about work? You know what? One more honourable mention about the commute. Yeah, you you touched on it. Yeah, and I'm gonna drop the f yeah. fuck tube lines in it because you know how many times man had to change up his journey to get to work and then move from like a um one line to like something like the central line, and it was peak, bro. Like, you'd have to end up getting oh, on, like, three different central to Bakerloo to this to that. And I end up taking another hour and a half to get to work because the train lines are closed. Yeah, mate, it, it happens to me so, so much. This was actually going to be a point I was going to raise later, but I might as well because it is relevant to what we're talking about. Is like, um, obviously, you know my old manager, the one with the Joe Pasquale mm-hmm. squeaky voice. Uh, we don't need to mention names. But like what used to annoy me, and the point I was going to raise was I don't like middle management. You know, people that aren't really managers. Oh, that's paid, on like, my, that's on my list, Don't worry about that. Oh, oh yeah. About that. Like, yeah, there are people that get paid like an extra £200 and you get per month just to just to make your life hell for no real reason. And they never really go any higher themselves kind of thing. But like, you know me, I was always super early to work, especially when we used to work together. I used to be always super early before my shift, well early. Like, sometimes I'd be at work 45 minutes before I'm yes. mentally just because I got there early, had my breakfast, chilled, may pick up a couple emails early just so that I don't have to do too much work during mm-hmm. the day. Anyway, the very rare time man would be late, and it's because of them sort of madnesses. Like, I remember one time, imagine, train got cancelled, I had to go to another train station. So obviously I was going from Catford, mm-hmm. but there was no trains going from Catford, so I had to get a bus to Lewisham, peak <laughs> time where everyone's trying to go, everyone's trying to do the same journey because the, the train station's closed. I can't get on the first two trains at Lewisham because they're mm-hmm. so packed. And I only get to work five minutes late. And my man and, and the manager at the time marked me down as late. But this woman would be 30 minutes late three, four times a, a, a week, especially when she moved from, she was living like in the Croydon Mitchin area and she moved to like Northwest yeah. London. But on the tube line she moved to, they were doing loads of work. So she was always having to be late to work. But man was five minutes late, five minutes late. And I got like, not 
in trouble in trouble. It was marked down on my record, and you know, like you get free lates and then you get disciplinary in it. We're I was like that lateness thing though, but that that tube line thing though, like I used to and I used to roll in from um uh, Croydon, I'd get off at Victoria, yeah. walk out to where the tube line is, and then I'm seeing this mass crowd. It's looking like flipping we are festival but I'm out there. There's bare man out of road, and it's not really, and you can't go nowhere. What can you do? It's actually quicker to walk from Victoria to where we used to. Wow. It was peak, bro. I'd always, once you saw that, it was game over. So was it like basically because there's a fault or the train station well, had to be closed, or do you mean like because like there's a, a oh. fault on the line, or um, you know what as well? It comes up more frequently than you realize. Yeah, you know when there's an accident. So basically, like yeah. RIP, someone's jumped in front of a tube or something like that you know them ones there but like that happened way too often for my liking you know i was surprised yeah it's, it's, it's a bit mad oh i thought you meant like do you know remember when we used to work mm. in paddington and when you're leaving say you're leaving yeah. at like five you know we never really left at five but say you're leaving at five sometimes they the close the shutter bad. down because there's oh, too many no, people that's yeah well. I, I, I was talking about like line closures that way like do you know yeah part of the, not even the whole thing bro like the middle part of the line's got works on it or something or you can't get service from here to here like part of the line's closed and the rest of it's all right. And it's like, yeah. go through, like it messes up the whole line. Yeah. And it's worse when it happens suddenly because it's happened to me where like I'm going on a journey and whilst I'm on the journey, it tells me, oh, you can no longer go on this journey for whatever reason. Because mm-hmm. as you said, someone probably just threw themselves in front of the in front of a moving train or whatever. And then you've got to take some long ass route to get to where you want to get to. And it's not just you doing it, but it's like yeah. every other person doing it. So it's even worse. So even like when you're trying to navigate between like um, one line to another, you've got to go for a crowd of two, three hundred people. And, you know, it can get it's a bit peak, especially if you're not the, if you're not the tallest. Like if I'm not the tallest guy in the world. And sometimes you get all these fucking like would be rugby players. walking past. I'm smaller like, than you. How do you think I feel these times? There, You just got to hope you've got uh, their podcast downloaded on your phone because <laughs> it's going to be a long way. Yeah. So. Of course, man. Of course, and it, it, it's annoying, but it is unfortunately something we have to do because of like working. It you need to go to work. Not you're lucky you, you live. Te- you, yeah, I was gonna say you're lucky you, you live like but 10 15 minutes away from where you like work. half past eight. I leave my house at quarter past eight now, mate. I'm good to go in it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm working from home, so I can't really com- commute, uh, complain. I've gone back to work one time since it cost me 40 quid mm-hmm. for the pleasure because it was a peak train from where I live in Luton now. And I was just like, do you know what? I, I and also when I got there, nothing was open. There was no Pret a Manger, no no Costas, no fucking Starbucks. At work, they had coffee but no cups. They had cereal but no bowls. They had fucking fruit but no plates or anything. They had knives and no no well, fucking bar. It was, COVID, it was a madness. Why, why are you trying to take next man's knife and fork and that? Like I would have been taking my own cut. No, no, no. I mean, I no, I mean like just work supplier and they have a clean and they have like. I mean, my workplace has like a proper, like oh, like proper cafeteria oh. machine where it grinds the coffee beans. You put it in the next bit of the machine. You set a set, and it has all these fancy things. But and it has, you know, people have been cleaning it because there's cleaners working there all the time. But the point is, there was no cutlery, so you can eat anything. So what's the mm. point of having the food there? True. You can't eat it. You might as well just chuck it all away. True. So yeah, it was madness. I couldn't get a coffee all night. Man had to go like I think I had to, I, I work in Hammersmith, and I think man had to go to like somewhere like Chiswick to get myself a hot drink. You should have just kept your ass at home. I, I never went back. That was like two months ago. I was like, no, nah, do you know what? I'll, I'll just deal with the cabin fever at home, man. I can't be asked. That's, yeah, I hear that. That is long. But so, Jermaine, like, uh, moving on, what is your next thing that really pisses um, you off about work? So I went for, it's kind of like a twofold thing. I went for like when you're overmanaged and like, 
You know, when you're just under the microscope. So to clarify, yeah, you know, micromanagement. Yeah, micromanagement. So basically that same thing you were saying. So like, you know, when like the place where we worked together, yeah, was the worst for that. Because like, yeah. like, man would be man would be timed when he was going on the toilet break. Like, you know, what kind of madness is that, bro? So imagine if I want to go for yeah. that shit, yeah. Or something like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying, bro? Like, I need to take my time in it. Like, I, I, sometimes I check the news, Sky Sports News and that. These times I don't even really go toilet outside of my house for things like that. But I'm saying, if I wanted to, yeah. I don't want to feel like there's a man thinking, right, Jermaine just clocked out at five past ten. Let's see when he comes back. You know them ones? Yeah. And the thing is, as well, is, like, the team you worked on, even though you guys had to do a lot of, like, outgoing calls and emails and so forth, it's not like you were you were necessarily waiting for customers to be calling no, you constantly bro. unless you were doing it, unless you're doing a certain project. So I can understand for, like, the inbound team to be all kind of time managed because, again, they only have a certain amount of people mm. taking in calls and they're expecting a certain volume. Makes sense. But for our kind of teams where we kind of didn't really have to do that, we were dealing with customers on a more one-to-one basis mm-hmm. kind of thing, not just, not just, like, fielding random calls and stuff like that. It kind of seemed a bit mad just how micromanaged every single person was, and yet there were some people that we worked with that actually loved that workplace. And I was just like, "What you like? You like feeling like you're you a child what? again? You know, we're we're all we're all in our twenties or thirties. Some people were, and you're like, but you, what you like to be treated like you're still you know twelve what? years old real, or something? Yeah. It, certain times it would it wouldn't be the workplace here that I blame for that. It's certain managers. That's why I said over managed yeah. by certain bits. So other people that like I had, I was fortunate enough, my manager before I left was cool, in it. There weren't no issues. But when I see the way certain people that, you know, every, a lot of people on our floor, everyone knew everyone, in it, pretty much, in it. So yeah. I, I got to know how other managers operate. And I could tell which ones were the dickheads. And which one, and, and, yeah. and they're just there just to make your life hell, in it. Like, not even just timing your break, yeah. but, oh, you've already been... Now, I remember one time, bruv, like, one one girl in my team, or in another team, so yeah. went 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 on this um, detox thing and was just drinking pure water throughout the day. And then she got pulled up because she kept going to the toilet, bruv. How are you pulling her up? But when you're on a detox... Yeah, but when you're on a detox, that's what you're going to do, isn't it? You're going to go toilet loads. And she was yeah. thinking, relax, isn't it? Like, she's only gone for, like, a couple minutes at a time. It's not like she's... She's not skiving. Like, everyone... You want to follow her and see where she's going? You know, them ones there. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit much. And also, like, toilet break is personal thing. But the one thing I would say is we seem to work with the most... When we worked there, sorry, we seem to have worked with the people with the most amount of problems. Like, those people with Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. IBS, um, all, all these other kind of conditions, which I always thought was mad. It's like, how does... Because, I mean, we didn't just have one person with Crohn's disease, even though I think you, we both know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about when I say Crohn's disease. But there was a few people that had other conditions, and I was just thinking, like, bro, how come there's only, like, 200 people? No, sorry, sorry, I just checked some shit. How's there 100 people, and there's, like, nine people with serious stomach dietary problems and stuff Yeah, like no, that, that was a bit mad, mad, the percentage that I think of. But, um, yeah, no, no, you say it. But still, but obviously, that yeah. should make managers and that more appreciative of, of people's needs. Yeah, you know more- what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think also, like as you said, it's down to the manager, and I think it's down to the team. But it just didn't make more. It didn't make sense when, when I'm not gonna say I was completely micromanaged because my manager at times would let me get away with stuff and stuff like that. So I'm not just gonna all bury the person or this that, and the other. But there, yeah, there were certain like managers of certain teams that used to just like be a bit off everyone's ass, and then there was managers that were cool, like the key accounts team. They seemed to have a manager that didn't really care. Like some of them were even working part time, or it seemed like they were working part time because they were never mm. flipping in work. And yet, 
they never really got penalised or any kind of trouble for it. They just kept their jobs. And yeah, no, but I want to point out though, when I say this about this kind of work and I don't like, it's not just there that I'm talking about. Because for me, I was calm. I've no, no, did, in other places. No, well, no, not just where me and you work, but I like how we're doing the whole Voldemort thing and not saying the name in it. Thou shall not be named and all that shit. But you know, yeah. what I'm talking about in it. But... Well, 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 well. Not being funny, when they gave us a redundancy, they did give us a nice chunk. It's not even that they gave us an NDA because I can't mention them in bad mouth them because it's been well, like two years it? or three years since they gave me. Yeah, it's been well, mate. I've had like this is my technically my third job since, but like my second proper like full time job since um, mm. we worked there. But like I can't bad mouth them, but at the end of the day, they were, they did give me a nice chunk of money, so I can't be com- uh-huh. completely um, against them. And the job I'm working is due to them. Kind yeah, of fucking me over. Last so, year, yeah. there while we was doing that testing for them was Kushti. So I, as much as a lot of things annoyed me, they done me a solid near the end in it. So we'll keep it one hundred. Yeah, that's what I mean. We, that's what I mean. I guess that's why I I don't want to mention their names because it seems like they're doing more. They, well, it seems like a better place to work from what I hear and what I see people post. But that's another thing. I, I kind of will get into it. But that's going to be after we nah, hear your but, third point. What's the that's, third that's thing? I'm still on number two, Rubey. So I imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so sorry, bro. Carry on. It, it, there's little bits and pieces, but the same thing. Another thing I wanted to mention was, you know, you know that I think you yeah. you um touched on it. You know when you say um there's an issue if you come in like a minute or two late, but you know what wound me up with that yeah is that you see if you get stuck on a call yeah. right, at like say you're finishing at five yeah and you get a call at like two minutes to five and you end up on it till quarter past five, so obviously you stay behind fifteen minutes, isn't it? Now next. It's not, but you never get that time back in a sense like but they're like oh yeah it's your job like if you get a call that close to and it stays over they just expect you that's your job you can't pass the call to no one else not that I would expect to because it's unprofessional isn't it you take the call yeah. you do the 15 minutes whatever but technically you've gone 15 minutes over so how comes here yeah, when yeah. on a rare occasion yeah you touch down at like one minute past nine there's an issue about it why above? Mate, I don't understand it. Like, and I understand that again. As I said, with an inbound team where they're expecting calls and they're and they're advertising that their lines are open between a certain time, I can kind of understand that you want people to be on time with their shifts. But it, you have to have within reason because people again commutes happen, especially when you when you talk about like the tubes, which most people that we worked with got on. I can't think of anyone to mind that used to get a bus to work or whatever. They all used to get tubes. They can fuck up at any time. And, you know, you can, like, you can know in advance, so you've got to take a longer journey, or literally that morning when you've left your house, you found out that the, train, the tube line's not working, that you need to get, and now you need to take three tube lines as opposed to taking on one or two. overground train, southwestern, southeastern, whatever, I can't even remember, I've been out of London so goddamn long, but I've been on one of them trains, yeah, yeah. on the way there was no issue, then as soon as you're on the train, yeah, and you're stuck between Clapham Junction and Victoria for 45 minutes, so how's that your fault? If you're doing it persistently, yeah, exactly. I understand it. But from when you've gone like the last, your last lateness was like eight, ten months ago, just shut up and let me come and sit down in it. Because the more you're going on about it, I'm going to yeah. later to start doing what I'm doing. Exactly, and also being that delayed, being that delayed or late to work is kind of stressful as well. Like you imagine, you as you just said, you mm. were sitting there for forty five minutes between two train stations, and then you're kind of in a rush to get there on time. You might not make it on time. But then you don't want to just be moaned at as soon as you get through the door. How's that exactly. going to motivate you for the day? And that kind of puts you off for like at least half your day, isn't it? Like really, or well, at least your morning's fucked, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah, it's. It, 
but that's I just think that's just bad managing, really. But again, there, there are managers that are like that. I think that's more, yeah, you're right. It's more of a manager thing than a company yeah, wide problem. We can move on now. We're good to go. I'm finished. I got my rant out of the way for that one. Okay. That's cool. It's cool, bro. So, what is what's the sort of third thing you were you thinking of them, that really pissed you off? Pagans, them job worth employees. That's what it's of entitled. It jobs worth employees, where we I could name a hundred of them from all different places I've worked. But you know them people, yeah, that you think, you know what, yeah. yeah, you're you're not even, it's just staff that pretend that their role's bigger than it is. I think you said something similar earlier as well. And it's like, why are you do? why are you acting like, me and you are on the same page, why are you acting yeah. like you're getting, like you're on CEO money? You know them ones there? Like, yeah, or, or, or it's, it's those people that you think, or I think they think to themselves that, by acting like this way, they're going to get noticed for, you know, kind of being by the book, as it were, and that they're going to get promoted. But those are the people that well, tend to not get promoted. It's usually someone that's only been there for six in months. That promoted. company, though, yeah, I'll Hash- be real, yeah, that worked for a lot of people, you know. Brown knows him. That worked, you know. Cut. Well, th- that's what I was. That 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 was actually another point I was going to raise, which is about clicks. <laughs> because what I found was there was a certain there was a certain operation manager. Mm-hmm. Let's not mention his name the six foot two waste man. Um, if you were cool with him, you kind of got the job yeah, roles you went yeah. for when you went for job roles. So, you know, certain people moving from one team to key accounts or moving to the team that he used to manage or certain people that went from like inbound for five years, not going anywhere it's to like team leaders and managers. You're and cool with the main mafia guy. Yeah. You're, you're getting that promotion. You know, them ones do. Yeah. And obviously, and obviously he was there for like, I heard 10 or 15 years or something mad like that. So obviously he knew everyone kind of thing and knew everything. So he's the kind of person that if you asked him to help you with an interview for any kind of role, he probably would be able to give you the best advice to get you the job, which is a bit of an unfair. I mean, you can utilize him, yeah. but it's a bit of an unfair advantage coming to someone who's not necessarily yeah, buddy up to him, you know? Someone that doesn't want to go out every like, four times a week drinking with him. Exact same thing. I said, you know me, innit? I used to go out drinking like with, with people, innit? Mainly on the Friday. But if you ain't that guy yeah. or girl that goes out three, four times a week in a, in a little click, then you, you might as well forget it, innit? You might as well forget it. Because I, I, I see plenty of times where certain people, friends of mine, they were overqualified for certain jobs. Yeah. Some people even went and did courses specifically relating to certain roles that would have made them perfect for it. And then I just see some random, any girl that had been there for less than, a, a bit less than a year, come in and get it over someone that had been there for longer than I had and had the experience and all the knowledge. I'm thinking, hold on, what's going on here? Do you know how peak it was, yeah? Let me drop it to you. Like yeah. One of the actual, one of the actual yeah. requirements for the role is you had to be, you had to have had a driving license, Yeah. The girl that got it didn't even have one, yeah. bruv. And they said, I oh, will wait for you to do your driving test. Bloody hell, she, didn't, she yeah, may never she do a driving test, didn't it? Like, right. And then the other guy who actually had the qualifications, but obviously he wasn't he wasn't yeah. really the most popular person in the office. Like, let's, because, not even because, yeah, but yeah. Not even because we, he was we know a bad who, guy, innit? It was just because, yeah, he upset someone that was in a little clique. And then it just ruined his career there, isn't it? Yeah, which is which is that's that's the point I was going to raise. Basically, yeah. it's, it's clicked as a whole. Like it's just a bit silly. Like it, yeah, like it feels very like American high school. I mean, even in our schools when we went to school, you do have cliques, you do have groups, whether it's segregated by race, 
what you're into, who your friends are, whatever. But it just felt it felt more superficial at that workplace because you, I don't know, it just it just felt like weird, you know, that people them seven eight people would just stick together and have each other's backs, even if they fuck over people or do things wrong or say things wrong. But if you say something wrong against any any of them, you're fucked. You're going uh, to HR. You're having meetings with your manager. Getting sat in sat in room. They start spreading rumors about you. Like I remember when I used to work at that same place that we don't mention. Um, I used to sit next to two relatively high people. I used to um, sit next to the sector manager of the key accounts and then like the operations manager who used to like sort of run half the teams or whatever. And they would have conversations. But apparently someone told my manager that I was going around saying that I heard this, that and the other. And my manager telling me not to not to say things to other people. And I said, well, I didn't say that. Who said that I said that? Oh, I'm not allowed to say who said that. I was like, okay. Well, I have an idea of which people it was. And when I mentioned the name, she kind of like didn't say anything. But when I said a certain name, she kind of like like a facial expression. So I was like, oh, okay, so it was that person, isn't it? Okay, cool. So even though it was a person I don't talk to and I had a falling out yeah. with months prior, and it's like it's like, and and as I said to her, even and she said like, oh, they might say things that you're not meant to talk about. If they say something, don't talk about it. So I said, if it's that private and that personal, they should be talking somewhere else, isn't it? Why they why they didn't when they sat next to me? It's that watching fucking Eastenders or something. You know how much drama was going on up in that place. I'm surprised anyone got any work. And this is specifically for that place we worked together. I'm talking about. Like, it's just, it was just mad, like like the clips yeah. were unreal. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. Like at one stage, yeah, I won't lie, I was sucked in, in it. Like you know, I was sucked. Like, we all got sucked in. Bro, we all we all we all were kind of yeah. You know what? You realize how bad it is. Yeah, it was Pete. It was Pete, and then obviously yeah. certain people got um got their promote nice promotions out of it, and then things there. You know what I'm saying? But oh. This- well, this is the thing. One of those, one of those click members that we were talking about. I'm sure they got promoted. There was some sort of controversy where they made a comment on a voice note about certain group of people. I think basically saying that like the black people at work are, are too feisty or too whatever, and mentioned certain people by name. It went to HR, and she kept her promoting job. And this was like, I think. I might be wrong in the timeline, but it was definitely after she got promoted, but it probably wouldn't have been after she, she no, found like right. a probation period as a that. promotion. So it, so it would have been within, yeah, it would have been within, I think, six months of her being promoted anyway. That, and nothing happened. Yeah, she might have got a warning, but she kept her job. Sure, yeah. And that ain't, that, ain't that a cause to just lock you off your probation for that? But yeah, she had a streak longer than the Undertaker, yeah, of course. Above, like for getting people in trouble with HR. You know, them ones there. That's some mad undefeated streak. Uh, yeah, but then when... But, yeah, but then when when it was like you know she did something a bit controversial, something that should have got her in some hot water, nothing really seemed to happen. And even though obviously I weren't directly involved, the person one of the one of the people that was sort of mentioned directly in that sort of like slightly racist or uh, well prejudiced kind of like voice note was a good friend of mine at the time. So it was like raw. I felt kind of some sort of way in it. I was like raw, mm. and you kept your job, you know. I'm I'm so, I'm surprised she didn't even get fired, let alone demoted yeah, back to her old position. You know what I mean? Say no more, innit? Yeah, yeah. That is that is. But it's, I, I agree with what you what you're saying. Like back to the, your your original um, point, though. Yeah, people. There are some people. It's like they're like you know like you yeah. know like people that were prefects at school. Them sort of people. You know, they volunteer just to be a snitch or just to be a bother. Well, you know, like, and you know, you like, know, you get, sometimes you, you, you know, kind of... I'm not saying it's right to do things like that, but you know when you do something a little bit, not wrong, yeah, but you do something you shouldn't, 
you, you can do it later. Like you might check your phone or something. Yeah, or, or you just work here. Yeah. You know you got them people yeah, that they yeah. don't even they'll tell you they'll tell someone oh yeah like so and so's been on his phone doing something or so and so but they they won't say it to your face. They'll say it to someone else and then it yeah. gets passed on. It I'm thinking why is that really helping your life? What you're doing? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like what's the need? But but but. But with those people, just just so from your experience, are those people that kind of to your face are all friendly, buddy, buddy, or are they nah, kind of stand off like, to you anyway, the time, but they're just the secretly snitch, snitching to you? Cool to you? But someone in my job, someone in my job now, like we'll, we'll yeah. go away from the Voldemort company. Yeah, someone in my job now actually is that no real talk about someone in my job. <laughs> I had that recently actually, as it goes, and this is someone that was working directly with me, yeah. you know. Like in my team, like imagine today, yeah. So oh, like, wow. I go, I go into work, and I'm like, I'm speaking to one of um the women I work with in my team, yeah. And then she had to tell me like, oh, so and so said this. Like I was like, when? Like oh, last week when you was working from home. I was like, who did they tell? They're like oh, like just, they they just said it to everyone. Like in the team, I was like, what? How did it even come up? And I imagine, yeah, it must, the, the way it must have got brought up weren't even relevant to the conversation everyone was having. So, you know, it's one of them things where you just want to bring it up. Why? But why, though? But you know what it was? Yeah. You know what this is? Oh, yeah. yeah like Jermaine was on his phone quite a lot that day. But, bruv, do you know what it was? Yeah, I was on my phone that day because of my son, in it. Like, so no one can tell me nothing, but my manager yeah. already knows. So that's why nothing happened to me. So imagine that, fuck, like, fuck them, in it, because my manager knew the reason. Because I told them, like, look, this is this is happening with my son, like a certain situation. So I have to keep checking my phone. But this job's worth felt the need to have to bring it up to everyone. Like, oh, Jermaine's been on his phone quite a lot today. Like, shut up, innit? Like, but obviously, it looks bad for them because my manager already knew and approved it. You get me? But I'm thinking, but that pisses me off because I'm thinking, no, yeah. I just don't like you because I can't trust you. Yeah, no, no I, man, I completely understand. I've got a. Similar story. So when I used to work in Vodafone, I, me- I mentioned the company because I'm not going to get sued by them and it's nothing to do with Vodafone per se. But like, I was chatting to a colleague of mine who I was actually kind of tight with at the time. Uh, his name was... I, I, fuck it, I, I mentioned his name. I don't even like the guy anymore. Vish. So, so, yeah, Vish. Vish. Bro, you can try to sue me and I don't care. Vish, me and him were having a private conversation on WhatsApp and I think Vodafone, for no reason at all, they like made all their tariffs like £8 a month more expensive. And I was like, how did they... Ex-? And this is when I was working in a store... So I was like, how do they expect us to be selling these contracts when it's now more, like, now, because we were already a bit more expensive than competitors, but we're now, like, a tenner a month more for the same phone for a similar tariff, and Carf and Wales is selling our contracts for cheaper with the same phones. So, like, how on earth are we going to attract customers with this kind of thing? Anyway, I did it on a private WhatsApp with him, me and chatting. Two twos now, there's a group chat, like, a work group chat. Literally, maybe, like, two days later, Uh, my man puts a screenshot of what I said in, in the group chat. Like, yeah, but like, man wasn't in the group chat. I was in the group chat as well. I was like, what are you doing? You're trying to sneak me while I'm there. Oh, shit. And then he was like, oh, no, I thought you were just saying some banter. I just thought it was funny. I goes, Vish, you're a fucking snake, bro. Don't be trying to... Like, if you're going to snake me, snake me to the manager yeah, privately. Wait, don't do no, it in my fucking fair, face. Though, How dumb are you? Face. I hate the people that want to be a bridging afterwards as well. Fuck them, innit? Yeah, but I, but, I, I think, but I think it's because, like, me, I don't really like being in a work group, WhatsApps or whatever. I just find it gets a bit, like, melodious. And I always accidentally, like, de- well, I say accidentally. I always delete myself out of those groups after about a week. I just think, this is long. I don't want to be in this group. Because I might accidentally send something in that group I don't mean to send or whatever. Or, you know, like, when you get a funny meme, I just send it to everyone in it. But I don't want to send it to, like, a work group. So I always just delete myself. So I think he assumed 
I removed myself again from the group, but I was put back in the day before he sent it, kind of thing. It was just like, why are you trying to spit me out, bro? Like, I don't get it. And then, and then, and then, and then after that, me and him don't really haven't really spoke since or done anything like because we used to even like yeah. go like ping pong as a group like with him went to a bar a couple times with him um his brother opened uh uh what do you call it his brother opened like a new bar and i was even going to go with him and then this, this cool thing happened fish, I was, man, like, if you're listening not cool man that is not cool yeah Pro- probably not i well, i felt blocked him every so i don't know i mean you can listen to this because it's open to anyone but i don't think he even knows about it you know, to, you, to block you it. if he does work, don't really care you know, I'm talk to me bro uh, no, no, bro, we're cool, bro. As, like, it's, yeah, of course we're still boys. Bro, I don't want to, I don't want to, don't want to be like facetious, but it's like what I used to say to you and uh, Dino all the time, is that when you leave a workplace or a certain yeah. stage in life, whether it's secondary school, whatever, generally you retain three to five people. That's it. You may, you may pretend you want to talk to more people, but realistically, because of time, you know, you move on, you get new work friends, new colleagues, you yeah, generally so maintain three or five people. Only that's it, literally. So it may seem, yeah, I know I'm a bit too literal, like literally, like I've left workplaces and then literally blocked everyone's number I don't want to talk to anymore. That's a bit deep. I don't give anyone a chance to kind of like survive and hang out. I just sort of like go, oh, do you know what? You're not really that interested in it, block. But, um, but no, 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 we're, we're like our little crew, like me, you, Karun, Oni, it's cool, bro. Like, I, I, well, we're, we're, we're good friends and, good friends with and I wouldn't like block you guys like that. Oh, Oni's a bit of a special case. No, I like, I like Oni, man. Like, he's, I don't know. You need people like Oni in, in groups Oni. and stuff like that. He makes things entertaining. <laughs> no, nah, Joker. Joker. No, 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 no. Oni's... Nah, Oni's nah, he is, he is, he is. Yeah, say, he's a top guy, top guy. But, like... Yeah, man. But, um... Nah, do you, know do you have what, any anything yeah, else you want to talk about in terms of, like, things you hate about I'd have, like, a big list, but... No, man, like, those were the main points I could think of, but I'm sure once you give me what you're what you thinking, I'll be able to jump off that, man. Okay. Okay, so this is going to sound very petty and silly because obviously I was once yeah. of this age group. But I hate, yeah. especially since I've been like 28 onwards, I hate working with anyone in their early Why? 20s. Absolutely. We're, we're not, especially especially as a, as a 20-year-old. Because like, for example, okay, back to the Voldemort land, I used to sit next to someone who was like 21, right? And she would always say stories like, when I was little, when I was young, when I was this, that, and the other telling you stories that you think, oh, when she's telling me this story, yeah. she must be 14 or 15 in the story. And then she's telling me she was like 19. I'm thinking, I don't want to say the B word, but I'm like, girl, that's less than 24 months ago. You're trying to tell me when you were little. Like, like I think young people have no idea of time and space and everything. Everything like yeah, seems like it was so far away when it really that, wasn't. That, that makes sense? Bro, I'm not that old. I was only like 28 when I used to sit next to her. Now I'm 32. So it's not, it's not like... But it's just, it's just, but every, like, yeah. so since then, I've gone and worked in other places. And prior to that, I just always find that people that are in, like, the age, no, say, hit, 20 to 22 are just the most annoying people on the face of the uh, earth. I'm, where I work now, I'm actually, the, I'm actually the youngest in my team. Yeah. Like, imagine that. And I'm, I'm 32 as well. So, okay. like, I'm working with, like, a couple yeah. of women that are in their 50s doing this work. So it's like, but I can tell the difference okay. in where we used to work, because... As we were there for like a long, we grew up there in a way because we were. There, I was there like mid, what early twenties into mid twenties, and then going. But as as the longer we got there, yeah. the longer we were there. Obviously, there was more youngsters coming through in it. But I could tell the difference between now. I look back, the conversations I'm yeah. having with people now, compared to the kind of conversations I was having back then, and it's a big compared difference. To... But that's but but that's. 
but that's the kind of thing as well. It's also not just not yeah. It's more like the level of conversation you get with working with people at that age. I'm not saying everyone that's 20 years old is immature, or whatever. But 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 there are a lot of like a lot of people I've seen to have worked with who are around that age group are very immature, or they're the people that get really really drunk on like a work night out or a Christmas party, this and the other, and they, and they come and sit and they call in sick the next yeah. day, and it's so yeah. obvious. But yet 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 no one no one yet those people don't get in trouble when it's blatantly obvious because they were the people that were fall down drunk, almost going home with random guys, all kinds of things, or random girls. Let's say it's not. Let's not be too specific who we're talking about. But, you know, you see the people and then the next day you hear that they're falling sick. You're like, yeah, yeah, because, you know, she was, yeah, they were, they were so drunk that they were literally the getting picked up off the floor the or having to get walked though, out like, of the bar the or club or whatever. Like the youngsters as well. I've got bare stories where they, they'll do it during the week. Like they go for a piss up with people in their workplace on like a Tuesday or Wednesday yeah. and then they're falling in sick. It's like, what? Do you know them was there? Like, and they were out the night Yeah, before. yeah. Well, sense. what? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say because obviously, where I used to have two good friends that were very close to that clique we were talking about earlier, the one that had, you know, the operations manager was like everyone's best friend there. Yeah, even like she would tell me they've gone, they've gone out till four in the morning, and then she's coming to work like hungover. At least she got into work, but then two people in their in their thing are like, "Oh, we're sick. We've got food poisoning." Like, All right, no, I'm sure it was like the fucking twenty five Jaeger bombs you drank or whatever. But it's not, you know, every, it's that, not everyone. I got you that way, kind of thing. Like, that really just. I was trying to think back when I was that young. I was like, "Well, I'm surely I did that." Like, I did madness, but not silly things like that, though. Like not, not, not dumb things where you'd blatantly get caught out. For what? It. You know, them ones that. Like... Yeah, well, well, well. I haven't drunk in a number of years, but when I was that sort of age, don't get me wrong, I I used to get wrecked this and the other, but I still never called in sick if I've if I've been drinking or anything like that, and also. There were some people that were going out three or four times a night. And I understand you're young and you want to go out. But if you're young and you want to go out, then work a job where you can go out and, and, and then you don't have to get up early in the morning so you can go to work or whatever. Don't come to a workplace where either you're really hungover or you got to call in sick. So then people have to cover you. And I was working in one of them teams where even though I wasn't dealing with the inbound calls all the time, my team always had to cover for their fucking calls because people were always sick. And half the people that were sick were sick because they were all drunk. Because so most people that worked on that team were all like 19 to 22 years old. Just youngsters, youngsters, I think youngsters like in an office-based environment is, is my gripe. If they work... Chuck it in. Yeah, chuck it in. Just that, that really, just really... That no, fair enough. really that, pisses yeah. me off. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. It just, it just gets on my nerves. We kind of already talked about, um, mm. like, clicks and, and groups and stuff like that. So that kind of has already been covered and stuff like that. Uh, something that's linked to what you said about being jobs worth, but it's like, it's like teacher's pets. It's people that are cool. So imagine, like, do you know when we used to get a bonus? Still talking about Voldemort because I have a lot of hatred towards that place. But anyway, um, talking about that place again, you know when we used to have bonuses and stuff like that, right? Remember, man used to have my own projects. I'd even be, I'd like one little guy working under me on my own project. I was, I was responsible for us from licensing 700 Subway restaurants to licensing 1,200. So, you know, that's a 500 store growth of of licenses and stuff like that. When it came to, when it came to my, my bonus, I got a medium bonus. And I thought, hold on. Man was managing his own thing for like six months, doing spreadsheets, answering things for, 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 um, like, like, you know, managers of other teams and, and and communicating with different departments and all this other kind of stuff. And man got a silver. Then you'd hear like a certain person that used to be a friend of mine who's moved back to Poland, you know, hashtag, like, you know, we don't need to talk about who that is. And then she told me she got a gold. And I'm thinking, like, you got a gold for doing your job, but also no, kind of rubbing like, everyone the wrong way kind of thing. I'm, I'm cool with you that know what I mean? And I'm, 
and I was very cool with uh, another person um, who was who was in my team, yeah. But he would he basically breathe, and the motherfuckers getting the gold. And I'm like, hold on, yeah. But we're doing the exact same. There was even a, yeah. a certain point in time, yeah, where I was trying to move departments and get a job in another team, right? So what did I do? I actually started helping yeah. that team prior to my interview, and I was doing their job. Yeah, because I'd been there so long. They they said, "Oh, can you help us out?" Yeah, and I came over, and I was in between jobs, and that don't, that never warranted more than a bronze. How the fuck yeah. is that happening? And I don't get it, bro. That, this is what I'm saying though. Like again, there was a guy um, who was in my team. I got no problem with the dude. Good, good dude. Um, and he got a gold, but again, he didn't really manage anything. He just sort of like you know. Um, he just did his job, got the gold anyway, for whatever reason. And then he got promoted when there was a team leader vacancy. But then within like three months, he left because he went and got a better job anyway. So he wasn't loyal to the company, but you rewarded him Madden. for doing just like the bare minimum. Yeah, and, you even gave him a, and you even gave him a promotion. And like, yeah, and like, bro. And going back to your point, bro, the, the, that project I was on was to help the key accounts oh, guys. So the guys that make the more money team, and deal yeah, with the big, yeah. like, big, big, big accounts. Yeah, and then when I went to apply for a job, they're thinking, that, oh, you know, I I know I don't have a relationship with just their manager, but I have a relationship with his manager, you know, and I sit next to her and I chat to her and we have like friendly banter, but also I conduct myself in a very like professional way. I'm sending her reports every month, this, that, and the other. And when I apply, yeah, when I apply for the, well, and I'm like a dickhead, no, I'm no, the dickhead no, now. No. I apply for the job twice. The first time, the first, the first time. I went in a bit too like, yeah, man's got this down because obviously I'm cool with her and, you know, she's his boss. So surely she'll just put in a good word for me and the next minute I'll be there, innit? I'll be there sipping coffees and, and taking long breaks like the rest of those key account guys do, you yeah. know? Put my feet up on the desk, you know, doing them sort of things. And then I got shut down. Then the second time, obviously, I knew where I fucked up the first time. I, I properly, you know, like I wrote down like good answers I, I, get, like, I did my interview. Even when they were rejecting me for the job, they said, oh, you gave some of the best examples that we've ever heard for some of these questions. Da, 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 da. Really talking me up, but still gave the job to a guy who was friends with the certain six foot two operations manager. It's that place. And it's bro. just it's, like, it's, oh, okay. It's, a, it's, a, how it it's got like this, but, it had this like, yeah. like this disease in it. it, at the core in it, it just come back to, bro, that interview I went for, you know what they said to me? They said to me, yeah, they said, I didn't get it. No, not because I didn't have experience. Because have experience. I had more experience than the person that got it. And I've been there longer. Plus, I was actually doing the job for months for them. You know what the reason was? The only thing they said stopped yeah. me. Because I didn't sell myself enough. Hold on. Why am I selling myself to you when it's an internal vacancy and I've been working with you? You already know what I do. Yeah, because the manager yes. interviewed you was the manager that was open asking you for help, so right? You know them ones there, bruv. So oh, this where, is this know, is the kind of thing you do. So, so my yeah. sort of like last point that's kind of related to that, in a, in a way, but I have to explain it to you. It's going to sound a bit controversial because we're both black dudes talking about You're this. Oh, black, okay, I look mixed race, but we're both bro. black dudes talking about this. You're closer um, to white than black. Bro. Be real. Oh come on, brother! I'm like <laughs> three quarters. What? <laughs> bro, I'm three quarters black, bro. Stop, stop, stop hating. Yeah, but the, the, so what I hate is is companies using diversity to promote their good image when it's not really true. So going back to that same workplace, as as we talked about, you didn't get a job, I didn't get a job that I went for, even though we both had experience working with those teams and kind of yeah. doing the role before we even applied for the role. 
But the reason why I'm talking about it is because at that workplace, it seemed like if you were a black or ethnic male, you never got promoted, at least on our department. I understand when you dealt with the people that looked after the artists, they sometimes did get promoted. And a couple of guys that we do know that work for that department mm. have moved up in the, and sideways and so forth. But it seemed like when on our floor, no one, no black or ethnic male ever got promoted, well, regardless if they were experienced or not. And I'm not saying you should, yeah. I'm not saying you should be promoting people that aren't experienced and can't do the job. But like people like me yeah. and you and a couple of other people that we know, who or we we've known in our time there, who probably are more than qualified or more than experienced to do the job, not getting offered the job. But yet because they will promote, say, a woman, and the woman is of an ethnic minority, so it ticks two boxes. If that makes sense. But yet, when it's like the whole Black Lives Matter stuff happens, I see them putting posts on LinkedIn. I see them putting posts on like Twitter and so forth. Even like certain guys we used to work with who were called like Archie, for example. Fuck it, I mentioned his name. I seen him share things. And I had a, I had a message. I had a DM. I was like, bro, this is a joke, isn't it? Come on, bro. Like, when was the last time you saw a black person in that company get promoted on any department apart from the music accounts? I said, look at the, look at the, like, the high level uh, CEO, COO, the, you know, the ELT team of that company. Where's the diversity in that? I told you earlier about the driving license girl and all that. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. White white girl. Yeah, it just it just the guy that was a hundred percent a million times more qualified. We know what what colour he was, isn't it? Let's be real. What about my man? I'm not going to remember the name, yeah. for a name as well. My man had the utmost qualifications, degrees and all sorts. Man even had it in his job title. What's his name we work with? Yeah. Give him with a W. What's his name, man? Old, old, old guy. It sounds like Wiley, but it's not. What's his name? What's his name? Wiley, Wiley. Do you remember him? I, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, no, no, bro. He left before I even... So, basically, I worked towards the oh, end of a certain short, light-skinned guy. I think so, because when the short, light-skinned guy was leaving, oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah, the month yeah. before he left. What? The short, light-skinned guy, well, anyway, he's his best friend. Man, I, I don't want to mention... I know who you're talking about. I, I, I think... He's creasing and laughing at him. I can't even remember what it was. Doctor or something. No, one of them mad ones, like... OB... One, one of them mad ones with the initials. Yeah. I don't even know, innit? Yeah, letters behind his name, man. Yeah, he had, he had letters he behind his name, innit? There yeah. was a running joke in that company. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy, yeah. He was just in the basic inbound yeah. team, innit? He must have applied for every job under the sun in that in that place. He didn't get a look in once, you know. Mate, like, do you know what towards the end? Well, before we went off to do testing, there was a guy who who dated another guy that we worked with. Um, he ended up becoming a manager of one of the uh, inbound teams. Apparently, even though, like, w- once he got the job and I spoke to my manager, he goes, oh, how did he get promoted so quickly? He's literally been there for three months. And he was only hired on like a, mm. I think on like a nine month or a one year temporary contract. Because you know when they announced we were going to get made redundant, they only hired yeah. people on, on fixed term contracts. So he was hired on one of these fixed term contracts and he got promoted within sort of three or six months. I goes, how did that happen? And she goes, oh, apparently he has like previous experience. When I spoke to his boyfriend yeah. slash ex-boyfriend at the time, because they broke up like shortly after he got there. I don't, I don't, I don't get why you got him a job in the first place. But anyway, it's not going there. <laughs> but he, should, he told me he had no experience as a manager. Man, didn't it? And like, because... I have, yeah, and now because I've got like a mutual friend of his on LinkedIn, I've like stumbled across his pro- profile, not meaning to look, but just like, I think he posted something and it got shared or whatever. And now he's like, he's been a manager every job he's had since, but he never was a job manager before. 
And it's like, how do you get promoted in three months? Yet you get people that work hard and, and, and know the job and know the ins and outs of the company and probably well, can recite like everything worked, backwards to you. Him, they don't get nowhere. You know, them ones there, like. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not cursing that he got promoted. I mean, like, if someone's good, get promoted. But what I mean is, it just seems like I, I think that if his skin was a little more brown, or his his the surname was a little harder to pronounce, I don't necessarily think he would get promoted. Like, you know, like man only look, man only like cares about black people, and then one's there, like. But obviously, because you know, but. No, 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 but I'm, no, no, but I'm, I'm just, 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 Half my family's half my family's white, innit? Yeah. You know that? Like, as, as, white, as, 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 my mum mixed race. So it's not like I'm like against yeah. white people. Like I don't want people to hear this and feel like Allah, why they but do you know what I'm saying? Mate. You're there. You're there. No, 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 bro. I I'm I'm not like that at all. And as I said, like so when when, when anyone got promoted and I thought it was fair, like for example, uh the lady who I think was a operate she was a sector manager and she became an operations manager downstairs she used to go out with one of the guys that's close with the six foot two guy when she got promoted i thought yeah sick because she seemed to do a really good job and i've never seen anything bad ever said about her and she just seemed to do a good job and she's a white woman no problem with anyone getting promoted but it's just like when you see people get turned down and the people that get replaced like obviously we've mentioned them already our mate karoon when he went for a certain job of a certain role and didn't get it i was like why didn't he fucking get it because obviously he's like he's probably the most professional person you've ever met. You know what I mean? The way he can explain things to you. It just seems yeah. like he's already a he's manager. I always just assumed he was already a part of management him, yeah. when I first met the dude and he wasn't. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's the way he carries himself and stuff like that. He just has that aura kind of thing. And yet like when he, and obviously it's but because a certain what, operations manager didn't like him say, for, yeah, for bullshit reasons. Yet, but it, like, if like you yeah. don't get a job, if the next person, yeah, has got like similar, or similar vibes and like they've got the same qualifications experience that kind of thing but you know from when they or like when you get told and other people yeah. i know got told oh your interview was perfect there's nothing more you could do it's just this person had and it's the dumbest excuse and you know it's not that you know it's just because that like, you can't yeah. pronounce their surname and them things there you know what i mean like it's it, like it's yeah well because i was gonna say like the the second time i, I went for that, that job at key account I, as I said, I prepared. I knocked it out of the, the thing. I think there was other issues in play because I think like if I then went to do key accounts, I'd have to get someone involved in testing. And for some reason, and this is why I, I, I don't, this is kind of part of the click mentality, I guess, in that workplace, is no one wanted to come to Paddington to do testing, even though Paddington was lick. It was live. It was sick. Like yeah, we just did, we did a bit of work and then we kind of chilled, did our own thing, you know. Yeah, we had, we had, we had like, you know, and it was, it was, it was predominantly man them as well and it was cool we were just like having a good time and no one wanted to come over so I think it was that that was part of the factor as well because imagine I'm not being funny I'm not trying to talk myself up but for example Colm uh, the guy from Deloitte he used to like see me as a bit bigger than every like a bit better than some people so he kind of would give me a bit of responsibility and remember like I'd, I'd have to then delegate yeah, some work remember, to some people this that and the other so I was given like not not yeah yeah so I, was, I wasn't getting extra pay but I was kind of given responsibility I didn't try and throw it in people's face. I just tried to like help, you know, give people a bit of work, bit a bit of pointers, bit of tips and advice sort of thing. So I think like to replace me might have been more problematic if they because no one probably at work wanted to do to do what I was doing probably. That's the only I can think of. But like, yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty much the main things I want to talk about, things I hate work. And I think 
Jermaine, I will bring you back another time so we can discuss yeah, things we like sure, about work. Yeah, so I don't like to just be so people don't completely negative, negative, but this is the... I'm, I'm, I'm just like wiling out on companies I used to work, work for and that. Like, there are some good things. There are some good things. Of course. Yeah, there, there, there's loads of good things about, about work, but I just wanted to, you know, talk to you about things we don't like. And obviously, because we've had a mutual experience at a certain workplace. Are you sure and obviously, you're not bitter about you've had experiences though, outside of the workplace. You kept saying you're not, just but, like, chat. a lot of your... A lot of your references were about to be on you know. I tried to mix it up, but like you weren't having it. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Well, well, oh, yeah, well. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did mention Vish Vodafone, and I mentioned yeah, his yeah. name as well. So you know that could be a that could be a libel lawsuit. So you know, I, I took I took that risk. But no, there, there, there's, there's been problems at other workplaces. But I think like with lateness and like you know micromanagement help happens everywhere, and I've had it in other jobs. But it's probably the most because where I work in testing now, software testing generally. You get given like some tickets to test or get like a feature to test, yeah. but you're kind of left to your own devices. And at my workplace, I mean, I'm left to literally design yeah. my own test scripts, run my own regression. Do do I, I get to do a lot of things on my no, own? I, so I get kind of my own that. responsibility. So if it's not done, it's it's on my fault, kind of thing. I'm not I'm not I'm not told. So a lot of the micromanagement I don't really feel anymore, and that's the last place I remember being micromanaged. Or for example, I work at a workplace now that talks about diversity, but it does actually care about diversity, yeah. and it actively hires people based on diverse backgrounds. They actually like make sure they hit quotas of it because they, they want to make sure that we represent the whole country, not just like, you know, television. And I work for a TV company that thinks like that, which is quite weird. The only thing I think is mad about that though is, even though as a company, yeah. I, I see it internally all the time, how diverse they try to be. And even our CEO attending diversity meetings and all this stuff like that. And I'm, I'm there with him talking to him about stuff like that, which is really cool. It's also like our audience isn't though. Our audience is like, is I would say thirty-five to fifty-year-old white channel, men what, predominantly what you for the for the um, TV channels that we own, kind of thing. Oh yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, no, my, my company owns Dave, UK Gold, Drama, yeah. Alibi, Yesterday, Eden. That's all the channels we own, sort of thing. So again, our demographics of our, our viewers is um, not exactly as diverse as what we do in in, in internally. And anytime we try to tweet yeah. something positive about, you know, like Black Lives Matter or whatever kind of thing, we usually do get some negative people saying, well, I'm going to switch off your programming now because, blah, 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 blah. you know, some gamins from like Shropshire or something like that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, or, or just somewhere that's not in no, London, makes, somewhere that's not very imagine. diverse. No, I, I, I kind of what you're saying. I think because yeah, that's, that's, it's easy to reference back to that place, isn't it? Because obviously when you're giving the examples, we both work there at the same time. So we know what's what. Like where I work now, in a college, yeah. I'm like you. Like I'm just left to my own devices with freedom to work and do what I'm doing. But it's it's easy to explain something where we've both been yeah. in the same situation, so it makes sense. And again, as you said about like the ages of the people you work with, the reason why it's a twenty year old stuff like because I don't work with any twenty year olds. The only the only twenty something year old person I work with is the nicest guy in the world. He actually helps me more than I probably help him, and he's like seven eight years younger than me. Yeah, he's like 23, 24. He's a lot younger than me and he's a very helpful, mature young man. But it's just like, also with my workplace, a lot of people are kind of my age or older. So it's like, it's just a more mature atmosphere. There is less sort of clicks because even though obviously you work within departments and you know people within departments, your department is actually a department. It's not like an open flan floor where you can see everyone, but then there's still these little internal clicks, even yeah. though, you know, 90% of people are earning the same kind of salary and they're technically classed yeah. as the same job title, even though you're doing completely different jobs kind of thing. It's not that kind of thing. We all do different things. But either way, we still have like, you know, social gatherings. And even that place we hate, it did 
it did used to do social evenings and social events. It's just that, because I was part of the committee that planned them. But what I, I found is that there was no alcohol. No one turned up. Maybe so. more of the British population's workplaces, if there's no alcohol, people just think, fuck it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's just there, but like my workplace now does, does things. The place I was working at before, again, there was, I had no problems there. So it's, the, the references come from probably more that place or previous jobs earlier. Look, do, I've, I've enjoyed well, my last two jobs, bad. to be honest with you. It's nice catching it's up, good, man. man. But anyway, Jermaine, thank you for, for chatting, because this has been a bit of... Yeah, it's so nice I, catching I up. Even if it's of, to complain and moan about stuff, it's still good. I've been holding on to, to this resentment for a long time, and I've got off my face, <laughs> man. So, yeah, that's been good. Hopefully, next time we can talk about some positives and we'll just keep it moving, man, you know? Yeah. No. No. Indeed, brother. Indeed, good, man. man. But thank you for coming on, easy, and yeah. I hope to have you back soon, man. Bye, bro. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed me and Jermaine's conversation about the things we hate about work. Just, you know, I like to try and end things on a positive note, and in, and we spent a lot of time, sort of. Well, I spent a lot of time slagging a previous workplace of ours. I would like to say that you know, with jobs and with work no workplace is perfect and there's always going to be things that get on your nerves and there's always going to be things that you enjoy but generally as long as you do the work that you are paid to do and that your employer respects you and gives you at least you know um a platform for you to do your work as well as you know get things done and they pay you decently for the work you do you sometimes have to live with it we can't all have the perfect jobs but as long as we have jobs that maintain and sustain us and provides us money for like you know food shelter our loved ones if we have to support any dependents then that's the main thing about work sometimes you have to do a job you don't like because it's a job that pays the bills and i know that even though i am not really into the whole like capitalism and stuff like that end of the day i live in a world where i have to earn money to pay for things i have a small child i have a wife i have i have my own flat which I've bought, so, you know, I have to make mortgage payments. So we always have to work sometimes jobs that we don't love. And for those people that aren't happy, and if you're in a more free situation, then try and strive to find the jobs that you actually enjoy and want to do in life. And again, even with places that you absolutely hate at work, there are there are things that you can learn and things that you can take on into other jobs. Whether it's even negative experiences, then you learn how to avoid those, or there are sometimes some hidden positives in it. So, for example... I spoke in great length about my dislike for the previous place that me and Jermaine used to work with together. But without that job, I wouldn't be having the career that I have to today. So I have to be thankful for that. And don't worry, there will be a second part where me and Jermaine get together and we actually talk about the things that we love about the places we've worked. And there will be actually some references to that previous workplace. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. If you've got any suggestions for future episodes or you want to talk about this episode or any episode... You know where to reach me. You can reach me on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I technically have a Facebook page, but again, I never really do anything on it. I think my email is linked to my Instagram as well. Um, and I do have a Discord now, so if people want to chat to me, it's, it's very new and I'm not trying to promote it. I'm just trying to work things out, first of all. But yeah, guys, thank you guys for listening, and I hope to see you next time. Take care and be good to each other. Bye-bye.